Welcome back to the Deliberate Leaders Podcast. I am your host, Allison Dunn, Executive Business Coach. Um, our guest today is Kristen Butler. She is going to be sharing with us the power of positivity in expanding our comfort zone. She is a best-selling author and the CEO of The Power of Positivity with a community of over 50 million followers globally. Kristen earned Success Magazine's Emerging Entrepreneurs Award in 2022. She is a leader, a writer, and a visionary in personal development with a huge heart and a captivating authenticity. Her mission is to uplift the planet. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us here today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me here, Allison. I'm excited to have a great chat. Me too. I love to kick these off with a deliberate conversation. What would be your number one leadership tip for our listeners? Mm, oh, that's so good. You know, I think having a positive mindset as a leader can get you through any challenge. And it's definitely something that you want to, you know, amplify in your own life and be a great leader for the rest of your team to also develop that characteristic trait. So I think positive mindset for sure is number one. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. Do you, do you, um, do you find that some people come um, at approach with positivity and some naturally don't have that? Is there something we could do to work on our par power of positivity? I love that. You know, I do feel like some people just have that kind of built in, or at least it seems like they do, but it also could just be that they've practiced it more, right? Or they've had the right positive influences to really help develop that. And so I believe anyone can develop that. And I love to just kind of ask my team what they're grateful for to start the conversation and to start the meeting. I think it's so important for us to get in that mindset and in that direction when we're, you know, approaching anything. Um, I know that you, you have a story to share. Can you share how you started your power of positivity? Yeah. So a decade and a half ago, I hit rock bottom and it was really after burning my myself out so many times chasing success and trying to do my best really i had great intentions but after many bouts of burnout i hit rock bottom and i was in bed for two weeks straight and you know you can read about my story on my website so i'll keep this short but from that place it was really positivity that that got me out of that. I started with gratitude that I had a bed to sleep on, that I had a roof over my head. And at that time I had lost my business and it was like, Kristen, you can start fresh. You can start something new. And so as I began to adopt these positive lifestyle habits, everything just started to get better and better in every area of my life. And even in the work that I was doing, I started doing work that I loved. And so as that grew and then Facebook started pages, I was like, I think I'm going to create something, but I'm going to not make it about work because before that, you know, I was recovering from constantly burning out and I was like, I'm going to do something that I just love. And so I started power of positivity and over a few years time, I think about four years it took, I realized I could monetize it and that I could actually do it full time. And I loved it so much that I was like, yes, I want this to be my life's work. And so it's been, 
I think it'll be 15 years in June and it's the best thing that ever happened to me. I, I love what I do. It's fantastic. I, um, I think that we started tracking, like when we bring guests onto the show, one of the things that we look for is someone who does have, you know, a lot of followings and a reach. And as far as I know, short of maybe two other people, I think you have the, the largest following of anyone I've ever had on the show. How wow. did you do that? <laughs> you know, it just took time. It was, you know, slow growth, you know, 15 years, you can accomplish a lot when you're consistent. Mm -hmm. And when you love what you do, I think that that energy is very important. And so I harnessed my skill set. I had a background in journalism. I loved writing and, you know, I loved quotes. And so I just took what I love to do and what I knew when I started from there and I, and I grew. And I think it's so important, the energy behind something when you start. And I really didn't have a huge expectation. I just wanted to help people. And I wanted to tell, I was so excited. I wanted to share my transformation, not necessarily personally, but just the things I was doing. And so when you come from that place, I think anything's possible. I agree. Um, so you're talking about sharing like um, some tips. Could you uh, share a couple of tips, three to five tips um, that entrepreneurs and even just business um, cultures should consider to include power of positivity? You know, I think our morning and evening routines are so important. So number one, your routine, have a very consistent morning and evening routine. So you can start the day in a positive way, and then you can end the, the day in a restful way. So you get ample amount of sleep. And so I think that's been so pivotal to my success that I'm very consistent about what I do. And I do things that recharge me and nourish me. So everyone's different, whatever that looks like for you. For me, um, you know, I exercise, I journal, I have positive affirmations. I also, I love learning. So I'm always studying and, you know, reading, you know, five to 10 pages a day at least, and then writing a what I find from that so that I can remember it and use it in my daily life. So if setting yourself up in that way is just so powerful. Number two, I think gratitude. And so I put gratitude in my morning and evening routine, but it's just, there's so much that comes at us every day that we need to remind ourselves of the things that are still going right. And so gratitude might seem like it's not anything that will help you make more money, but really actually it puts your mind in the right place that when you do start working, you're in the flow, you have creativity and ideas are gonna come to you faster and better. And then, um, yeah, number three, I would say would be just to stay consistent in the things that matter. I love to align my purpose with my habits. And when I'm consistent on those things, I create success. So for example, this year, I really wanted to promote my book in a big way. And so I was very consistent with um, interviews and media training 
And so I showed up in all of these areas that helped amplify the message of my book. I was very consistent. And through that consistency, I had results. Awesome. One of your books is uh, Comfort Zone. And um, as an executive coach, I talk about comfort zone a lot. So I would love your take on um, when does our comfort zone serve us? When is it not our enemy? I think is your positioning on it a little bit. So if you could um, give us some insights into that. Yeah, you know, I spent over half of my life living outside of my comfort zone. And I I always wanted to change my circumstances and, and be successful. And so I followed that advice. And while I found success, I also found many bouts of burnout. So I think it's so important that we find balance in this pursuit. And so what I found through my journey was that when you're in a quote unquote comfort zone, you're not actually in a comfortable place. You have fears and doubts and insecurities that keep you stuck and paralyzed. And so you're really not very comfortable. And so when someone is in that place, I think it's important that we ask them, actually, what are you comfortable doing? And I don't mean, you know, Netflix and chill. I mean, like, where are your skill sets? What are you good at? What brings you joy? Because when we really look at this human experience, we do want to grow innately. We do want expansion. We wanna try new foods and go to new places and, and meet new people. That's who we truly are. That's what's comfortable. So my version of the comfort zone is a little different. It's a place that's actually comfortable where you are enjoying your life, but you're also growing. And so what I found is that you can expand your comfort zone. It doesn't have to be this small static place where nothing grows. In fact, you want it to be as big as you possibly can so that no matter what happens in your life, you are ready to, you know, tackle it and you're ready to handle it instead of, you know, feeling scared or worried about what's going to happen. And so I feel like it's a really great mindset shift, especially if someone deals with mental health issues or anxiety, you know, like I had. So I think it's just a great mindset shift if we can learn to expand our comfort zones. I love that. In um, in the combination of even just comfort zones and the power of positivity, what are some things that people who are listening, who are leaders, leading people who may not be oper- may be operating in our in their comfort zone and not in a power of positivity? What are some tips that you would give to them to draw people in the right direction or in that direction, whether it's right or wrong? I don't know. Mm, not for me. You know. I feel like when you feel like you're in this stuck and paralyzed place, this current comfort zone that people feel like, it's really important to see, like I said, what it is that you like to do, what it would be fun for you, what would bring you joy, what's work that you feel like you can contribute to the world. When we go within and we really understand our preferences, that's usually what helps us get unstuck. And then when we take action on that, of course, you know, action is really what creates that momentum. 
But if we feel good about something and then we take action on it, it just starts to build. And so that's how I believe we can expand our comfort zone. Now, when I was at, you know, rock bottom and feeling stuck, I went to gratitude. And then I also did things that built my self-confidence. I had very low self-confidence. And so when we can work on these things, we can create, you know, better impact in the world and in the work that we do. I'm curious, and I'd be surprised if you don't have an answer to this. So I apologize if you don't. Um, Do you do a theme word each year when you think about what you're trying to bring into into your life? What was your theme word for this year? Oh, I do actually. And I love that. My theme word for this year was strength. And at first I thought to myself, okay, God, please don't give me too much, you know, to, to test my strength. Right. But what it did was it it really built this inner resistance to be able to handle anything that came, you know, I, I launched a book, I spoke on stage, I I went for in-person media interviews, and I did so many things that I had never done before, but I had that inner strength. And so I I love um, having a word of the year. What was your word of the year? My word this year was transformation. Oh, and that showed up in uh, physical transformation and relationship relationship transformation and um, team transformation. And so it, it showed up in almost every area of my life, maybe not intentional, but it did come the, the God did provide where I needed some transformation to happen. Yeah. I love that. And as I'm on this podcast with you, um, this is my second day of 75 hard too, right? So now I'm getting the physical strength, right? I was going to the gym every day, Mm -hmm. but now the 75 hard, it really makes you show up twice a day, right? So yeah, I'm definitely getting what I asked for at the beginning of the year for strength. You're on day two. Yes, yes. You've got this. Yeah. Thank you. Do you have a word picked for 2024 yet? You know, I've, I've thought about it a few times and nothing has came yet. So what I'm doing is I'm making a list of the goals that I have for next year. And I know that the word will come from that. Um, I'm not sure what made me think to bring up this particular card, but I figured you were probably a fellow soul who does have a theme word for the year. I look forward to hearing what your theme word is. Did you you pick one yet? Um, I'm noodling on one and I've shared it with a few people and they're like, that's perfect. And I'm like, but it's, it's not my typical word. So I'm not sure what I'm wanting it to mean yet, but maybe I'll share it with you here. I've not actually shared it anywhere into the public. So the word silver linings. Mm, silver linings. And, um, I think that that it's, uh, maybe just a, the view that I have in the world, but there it's, a, it's in my brain for a reason. I don't know why yet though. So, yeah, it'll come to you. I love that. I'm so definitely excited. a positive perspective. So I love that. Yeah. I, well, I, that's the only reason I share it <laughs> because it, it does feel like it's a similar, a similarity. Yeah. Um, Kristen, you have uh, three best-selling books. Can you tell me a little, or us, a little bit more about those? Yes. So in 2021, I launched Three Minute Positivity Journal, and I actually did that on my own through Amazon KDP. I just wanted to kind of like get my feet wet and understand the world of publishing. 
And I knew that my community needed to take more action, but I also knew that they were busy. So that book helps you to set a morning and evening routine, and it literally takes three minutes in the morning and three minutes in the evening, but it sets this great intention and puts your mind on the things that you want to create for the day. Because I think when we set that intention, the day can go better than we expected, but we have to be in the right mindset. And so um, that book was wildly successful that when I connected with Hay House on the comfort zone, they were like, hey, you know, we could take this book and get it translated and get it all over the globe. And so um, I partnered with them on it and then we, then we came out with Three Minute Happiness Journal, which is very similar, but it's a 90 day, 90 day journey. And the first one is a 60 day journey. So I just think it's so important that, you know, we get our mindset right every single day because we never know what can happen when we're consistent. And day by day, it might not look like much is changing, but you know this, right? Over the years, you're like, my life is completely transformed just because I showed up every single day in the way that I wanted to. And um, we do a challenge similar to that. And I just believe that you like a three minute happiness. Like if you're, if you're doing that every single day, seven days a week, every week for um, 90 days and just ongoing, it becomes a habit. And that's just such a powerful habit to ingrain, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I always, you said you were also an avid learner. And so I just wanted to take an um, opportunity to find out what are you focusing on learning next year? And what was your most brilliant learning from this past year? That's a great question. You know, right now I'm reading Talk Like Ted Okay. Um, because Good. I would love to do a Ted talk next year. I don't know where it's going to be or when, but I'm preparing okay. for it. Yeah. So that's my, my reading for the 75 hard right now. I'm also really studying, um, some old timey stuff like Wallace Waddles with the science of getting rich. And that book is so much more than just wealth. It, it's like, the best way to put your mind every single day to think in this certain way and to feel and to do work in this certain way. And so I'm deeply studying that with a friend. Actually, we did a 30 day challenge last month and now we're on a second 30 day challenge. I think we're on day 16 where we read a chapter and then we really study it and we send feedback. So um, that's what I'm working on now. I would say that that book I haven't been asked this question, but I really feel like that book's probably left the biggest impact and only just because no matter what's happening, it really helps me to think in that certain way and then do work in that certain way that's aligned with, with what I want to create. And oftentimes we're not as focused on one specific thing, but when we can focus on that one specific thing and act and think like that's already happened. It's just so powerful. So I'm really loving that book this year. Excellent tip. That is not one uh, that I'm, it's not, I'm, you're said it's an oldie, but a goodie. So I'm gonna have to go back, listen to this. Yeah, it, it's so old. I think, what is it? 1800. So I'm really in the old timey right now, but I'm loving it because it's like interesting to think about the mindset and the culture back then and then apply it to today. 
Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I am going to include in the show notes um, where people can join your 50 million other followers globally. Um, so listeners, if you want to follow Kristen, please um, go to that link. And Kristen, I just, um, I just want to thank you for sharing your positive message here with us today. Yeah. Thank you so much, Allison. I appreciate you. And I loved our conversation too. Thank you. 